Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Late. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Randy Rainwater's out today, and then, of course, July 4th is tomorrow. He'll be back on Wednesday, and in the meantime... We've got two intros to play, so let's play them both. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Well, Trey, do you love this time of year when uh, things are fairly slow? Well, July 4th is coming up, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of slow, but, I mean, you got two commitments possibly tomorrow for Arkansas. you got another one, Ooh. maybe the 10th, I mean, 14th. There, there's a lot of commitments. It's kind of like they're setting them up in June and knocking them over in July. Um, you know, as far as sports go, for me, it's pretty Calm. I mean, the, I heard you talking about the hot dog eating contest tomorrow, which is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you obviously haven't watched them do this. I mean, no. someone shoving seventy-six hot dogs oh down their throat. Gosh. It's not even. It's not even. You know, just the the hot dog. It's the bread. Yeah. To me, like wet bread is so disgusting, and they're dipping these buns <laughs> in water and shoving these wet buns down their trap. Now, why do it's they do so that? gross, and why it's cheating. Well, why it's do they dip it in water? Because it helps with the, I mean, obviously oh, wet like bread liquid, versus yeah, okay, yeah the liquid. It's, like, it's yeah. cheating. I don't think you should be allowed to do it. I think you should have to eat the hot what dog without any. If you want to take a drink, you can take a drink, but you can't well, dip the time. hot dog bun. You have to eat it in a traditional manner. That's what I think. Wow. You see, you probably don't like cork bats and inflated, deflated footballs or any of that either. I mean, if you're Man, if you're wetting your bun, that's just not fair, huh? I I attended the. Yeah. Dem- I don't know. I don't really have as strong a stance on deflated footballs <laughs> as I do on uh, wet hot dog <laughs> buns. The thing is just disgusting. I I attended the Bradley County um, tomato eating contest one year, yeah. where you're just stuffing tomatoes in there. <laughs> if you think hot dogs are gross, you should see that episode. <laughs> Wow, and I can't tell you how many of them didn't make it through there without being sick. Yeah, wow. I'm not even talking about the hot dog. I'm talking about the uh, the bread. The bread to me is just <laughs> the most disgusting part of it. Well, just I like know. water splashing everywhere, shoving wet bread down your mouth. I will, I will never ask to break bread with you, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you do it? Just don't, just, don't, just don't water it down on the way in. That's that's amazing. Well, we now know where Trey Biddy stands on the mm-hmm. hot dog eating contest. That's maybe you'd stance. like better. Hey, maybe you would like better uh, the um, chicken wing contest. I don't know if you can wet those down or not, but you know that Joey Chestnut once ate 182 chicken wings in 30 minutes. What defines a clean chicken wing? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen any of this stuff. I'm just Is reading it? about it and I'm getting these numbers. Hey, there's a certain art form to removing the meat off of a chicken wing, but uh, you know, some people yeah. a, a clean chicken wing isn't what another person would define as a clean chicken wing. I think a pie eating contest maybe that's something that. Uh, All right, how about Twinkies to... then? Okay, Joey Chestnut holds the record for Twinkies. Are they wet? Uh, um, uh, you know they're wet. You know he's shoving wet Twinkies down one. his throat. <laughs> hundred and twenty-one Twinkies in six minutes. There had to be wet. 121 Twinkies. Were they fried Twinkies like you can get at the fair? I don't know. I don't know. Man, I, I've never heard of anybody accused of cheating and eating contests. This is uh, all new to me. I just think it's 
This, I think you should have to eat it the way it's intended to be eaten. And again, you can take a sip of something, but you can't drown the hot dog bun or the Twinkie in water and shove it down your mouth. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, uh, speaking of shoving things, the SEC will be shoving media days down your throat yep. in what two weeks? Mm-hmm. Can you can you wait that long before you get a lot of copy? I can wait. I, I'm trying to. I, I I always think it's important this time of year, and I learned this when I was young. In the summer, to obviously I'm working, you know, but not to go full throttle. Yeah. Because once August gets here, and that's kind of you know for media, that's kind of how you're introduced to football season is 24 practices in 29 days you know i'm not saying it's any harder than the players are going through but Mm-mm. you know you can get you can get kind of worn out pretty quick uh if you if you don't make sure to you know enjoy yourself a little bit spend some time with your family play some golf or those kinds of things so yeah i can i can definitely wait we are what 15 days until t- sam Pittman takes the stand there um and who's gonna who's he gonna bring that's always a question i like to ask I'll last he year kj jefferson well, he brought KJ last year also. Well, and he brings him again. It, well, it was a big question last year because yeah. there are two approaches. Some coaches just take their star players, award candidates. Some coaches look at it as senior reward day, which it's not. It's media day. You should take the best players, uh, award candidates, people who represent your team well. It's not senior reward day. I'm just going to take seniors. Brett Bielma had that policy. Um, I think John L. did that also his year. Um I think Chad Morris did as well. So Pittman, I think Pittman was the last guy since maybe Petrino. I don't know if Petrino, I can't remember if he took just seniors. I don't think he did because Ryan Mallett, I believe, went one year, and he wouldn't have been a senior. So if you have a returning starter at quarterback, you should almost certainly take your quarterback. I think Rocket Sanders makes a lot of sense to bring. He's just a junior, but the dude is an awards candidate, and he represents the team well. And then I think it gets really tricky because if you just say, who's the next most deserving player on the team, I think you probably say Brady Latham. But Brady Latham is an offensive player, and I think it's more important that you have representation for both sides of the ball. Although uh, Bielema one year, he just brought – offensive players but i think it's more important you know if you're going to bring like a lineman you need to bring a skill guy also you don't need to bring two linemen um on offense or if you just bring you know one player on offense and he's a lineman uh, i think that's a mistake too i think you need to bring a skill guy on offense so the candidates for defense if you bring rocket sanders and kj jefferson Who's the best candidate on defense? Is it Hudson Clark? You know, Hudson has probably the most starts under his belt as a returning senior. I, I believe he was a USA Today All-SEC pick even. A lot of people don't know that. USA Today had him as that. Um, so, but Hudson, you know, he's not a big talker. Is it Ladarius Bishop? You know, Ladarius isn't, or excuse me, not Ladarius, but... Uh, he missed last year, yeah. Yeah, he missed last year, but not Ladarius, but uh, D- Dwight, the other guy who started last year for him. Uh, Dwight, you know, he's Dwight. not a big talker either. Uh, so, mm. and I, to be honest, guys, we've had two interviews with Dwight McLaughlin. You know, he's a 13-game starter, and we've only talked to him two times. Um, so he's not a big talker. And, you know, on the offensive side, also, Bo Lemmer, probably not a big talker either. Uh, Zach Williams, you know, he's a super senior. He came back, started some games for him last year. Uh, in the same hand, you know, Jashad Stewart's a senior defensive end. Is he an option there? Uh, you know, Landon Jackson might be an award candidate. Torian Carter is a good talker. He's a senior. Uh, Eric Gregory's a multiple, multi-year starter. But I think the guy I would go with, I think I would go with a redshirt sophomore named Pooh Paul. I think Pooh Paul really represents the team well. I think he's got a good shot at being named a team captain. He didn't start a whole lot of games last year, but he played a whole lot. And he had like 60-something tackles, four, four, four and a half sacks, something like that. Um, and I always viewed him as a guy that's a, like a spokesperson of the team. you know. Uh, so that's who I would take. I would take Pooh Paul, Rocket Sanders, and K.J. Jefferson, if it were up to me. Well, that sounds good, and I'm sure they're taking suggestions, although not at the moment. It's interesting, before you got into that, you mentioned at this time of year you need to take some time off. I don't know how often you look at Twitter. I, I never post, but I do read it, and I'll hit some likes on some things. But I was right, somebody this weekend was complaining 
that Sam Pittman and his wife were at there in Hot Springs because, you know, there, there's recruiting to be done and all that. And then somebody responded to him, it's a dead period. Is it okay for the coaches to go get some relaxed time? And it, which made me start thinking is, do they, I, they, they used to be able to do that. Do they ever get downtime? And even when they're away, can recruits text them? or Do they still have to be on the alert all the time? Yeah, the recruit can text them anytime. Yeah. So, I mean, if you find a window in that business to get away for a little bit and enjoy some time with your wife or, you know, you got to take it. And everybody has interesting opinions, especially on Twitter. And I've seen, you know, athletes post about something and I see, I'll look at the responses and somebody's always going to say something like, hey, you need to be worried about football. Like, you can't worry about anything else but football. You know, it's just amazing the you know opinions people have. Uh, yeah, you have to. It is very important to sleep. Sleeping yeah. is important, right? Some yeah, people, like, on is. Twitter would view sleeping as slacking off. <laughs> like, you need to sleep. you got to yeah. recharge your batteries. you got to right. make sure it's your own personal health in the immediate right. and long term, getting good sleep getting some relaxation, uh, and making sure that you're ready to go when it's time to go. And that's yeah. that's the bottom line. Um, but, yeah, people people have interesting opinions on social media. They have no earthly idea how many hours these guys work. No. No well, idea. About and they're never off the clock. Think, think about yep. this. CEOs of major companies, Walmart, Tyson, J.B. Hunt, you can name them all, uh, GM, any of them, have boards, and those boards are responsible for almost forcing them to take off if they're not taking off, because they know how high the demand is for someone in that position, and so therefore they want you to take time off, because if you if you work 52 weeks a year, you're going to burn out so fast that you're not going to be valuable to that company. How? Why would it be any different for a football coach? You know, Sam Pittman has paid his dues, and he's got a really, really, really nice place on Lake Hamilton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody knows where it is because he put that big hog statue. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So if it is a non-contact time, when when can the coaches then now establish contact? Obviously, recruits can call them. When can they start contacting recruits oh, again? I, you know, I, I don't know that off the top of my head. Um, I believe... I know August 1st, I believe, is when... Now, there are different rules. You know, we talk about no contact and stuff, dead periods. That doesn't have anything to do with phone calls and stuff. It's just about uh-huh. face-to-face meetings, you know. Okay. And I'm, so you can still call them then? You can still... I can't remember what the... I mean, there are limitations. You know, it, there are still rules against that, like, you know, certain holidays and stuff like that. But uh, there are limitations... And I can't remember. I need to look. I need to brush up on the rules because I start thinking about this about every time this year. Uh, just about you know how often they can they can contact them during the week and stuff. But uh, I believe it's August. It's I think it's August first when you can extend formal scholarship offers to high school seniors, rising high school seniors. Mm, okay. Like you can't even extend a formal written scholarship offer until. Um, just before these guys' senior year. So everybody that you see that says they have a scholarship offer, there's nothing in writing right now. For any they, know. <laughs> they know they've got a scholarship if they want it, right? Well, some of them do and some of them don't. Yeah. I've seen yeah. many cases where kids make commitments yeah, and only to find out later that that is not a committable offer. Or, mm. no, we said we want to offer you. We didn't say we did offer you. We said we want yeah. to, hmm. you know. But that's how coaches operate now. They have to. It's unfortunate because a kid will cut you these days before you have a chance to evaluate them. Yeah. So you have to offer them before you're ready and just hope that they don't jump on it. Okay. You mentioned at the outset of the program a couple commits coming up maybe tomorrow. Tell us about them. Uh, Yeah. Ashton Bethel Roman, um, the big-time guy, big-time wide receiver out of Texas. Uh, Missouri City. Let me see if I can bring up the list here because Danny's got 
uh, the yeah, announcement dates. So Ashton Bethel Roman is the number 92 ranked prospect in the country. He's deciding at 4 o'clock tomorrow between Arkansas, Texas Tech, and Oregon. A lot of Oregon in the mix with Arkansas. He's the number 92 ranked prospect in the country, number 18 wide receiver, number 16 in Texas. Um, things are looking good there, actually. Chris Johnson, uh, who's announcing at, I believe he told Danny, 7 o'clock today, but Chris Johnson, who is a top 500 prospect, just shy of four-star status, uh, status. Uh, Dab is an NFL player. He's got Arkansas, Arizona State, and Oregon uh, for him also. He's out of Texas, 6'1", 180. He had actually changed his, uh, decided not to commit that day, and then uh, went back and, and then tried to, and decided to go ahead and announce. So uh, Fletcher Westfall, who visited, I believe, on the 23rd, Clemson, Arkansas, Georgia, Florida, Auburn for him. Uh, he's out of Virginia, so Arkansas hasn't had a whole lot of success out in Virginia. But no. he's you know, Arkansas has been recruiting him very heavily. Alex Foster on July 10th, uh, Baylor, Arkansas, and Georgia Tech. He's out of Greensville, Mississippi. Things look pretty good for him. I, mm. I, I think Arkansas's in in pretty good shape with him. Just talking to Danny, and then um, Brian Huff, who's out of uh, Valley View in Jonesboro. He's down to. Missouri, Arkansas, UCF, UNLV. He's a four-star composite linebacker. Uh, he visited Arkansas on June 9th. He also visited Missouri and UCF. So I need to uh, just those stop are just right coming there. up. In, Linebackers, yep. sign every one of them. Sign every hey, linebacker. It's any good whatsoever, right? Exactly. Yeah, and they've already got one four-star linebacker committed. And, um, you know, there's a couple others, you know, that, um, you know, Wyatt Simmons, I think, could possibly be four-star uh, at some point. Uh, Braylon Russell committing on uh, July 14th, yeah, running back out of Benton. Yeah, one. Yeah, 22 running back in the country, number four overall prospect in Arkansas, four-star recruit. He's down to Arkansas, Tennessee, South Carolina, Texas A&M, and Baylor. You've got Kendall Jackson a little later on July 20th, and Kendall is from Kendall is from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, so pretty far out. He's uh, he's got some crystal ball locks to uh, picks to Florida, uh, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Miami are the schools in the mix for him. He visited Arkansas on June 9th. Um, so that's all the way out to the 20th. You've also got DJ Barber, uh, who's one to watch, and then uh, Danny also lists Wyatt Simmons uh, out of uh, out of Cersei, who we just talked about, as maybe a guy to watch also uh, sometime this month, possibly. So, isn't it interesting that we're talking about guys committing when, and, and obviously, I'm guessing they've already visited your, the campus because they can't right now, right? Unless they do it on mm-hmm. their own. Right. Right. They could come up on campus. They just couldn't meet with the coaches and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's also interesting the the geography that you just mentioned. I mean, we we think of uh, the prime recruiting areas obviously are Texas and Arkansas, maybe Oklahoma, Louisiana, and you're talking about some areas other than those. Oh yeah, uh, there's definitely more of a southeast feel to this newer Arkansas Sam Pittman coaching staff. I mean, Mississippi and Alabama, Florida. You know, Georgia's been there for a while now, uh, obviously with Pittman's connections there and. And um, Scott Fountain and Jimmy Smith, uh, but no, there's no question. I mean, uh, Texas is always going to be important, but there's a lot of you know SEC players come from SEC states generally, and so yeah. uh, Arkansas has definitely kind of adopted that philosophy. Even though they might not be as as close as as some of the other schools there, they're still still throwing their hat in the ring. I don't know that we've asked you this question. Maybe we have. Maybe Randy did, and I, I wasn't paying enough attention. But when you think about recruiting Texas, which is always important to Arkansas, what do you think Texas and Oklahoma coming into the SEC, will will it enhance Arkansas's recruiting in Texas, or will it make it more difficult? I have no idea. Kind of a wait and see. That's what they said about Texas A&M, and I didn't see that as helping Arkansas. Um, you know, Texas A&M coming to the SEC was just going to increase Arkansas's exposure. You know, I, I think Arkansas kind of went from being the team that you know was the closest SEC school to Texas to you know another SEC school with Texas A&M in the mix there. So we'll see, but. And that was a different Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas's facilities and all that kind of stuff and the ability, you know, to um, use NIL and and things of that nature. 
you know, make everything a lot different nowadays. So, you know, this was it's uh, just hard to predict. This was three or four years ago. Uh, it was an article I'd read <clears throat> talking about the 10 most uh, watched college football games in the Houston area. Eight of them were SEC games. Yeah. Is that right? And so, oh, yeah. I mean, the, the SEC is big, big all over. But that's because Texas A&M's in the SEC oh, oh. now, and it's, it's, what, an hour from Houston? Yeah. yeah. But but still, I mean... That, Baton Rouge isn't far from Houston either. The exposure is no. there for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But uh, if you go all the way back to, the say, the early 1960s, in the 50s, Arkansas couldn't get anybody out of Texas. And in 1960, they beat Texas at Austin. And that opened the doors. Uh, Coach Burrell said this many times, and all of a sudden you're seeing good players from Texas that would never have considered Arkansas start coming to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So to, let's go back to Texas coming into the league, and Arkansas is going to play them in 2024. How big would a victory over Texas go towards establishing the fact that Arkansas's programs is good or better than Texas with players coming out of Texas? Well, I think it'd definitely make an impact. I mean, just winning, period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just winning football makes you more appealing. But you know, you got to have the uh, you got to have the funds these days. I mean, there ain't no question about that. I think one of the good things about NIL is, you know, if you whether you want to call it cheating or what, um, everybody's cheating. So. Well, is that the equivalent it of makes wet it harder hot to be dog a cheater. buns? Is it the equivalent of wet <laughs> hot dog buns? It's not as gross. <laughs> Trey, one question for you. But it's it's still legal, and wet <laughs> hot dog buns is technically legal. Any word on Kane Archer and a Greenwood? Uh, no, I haven't heard any update on on Kane Archer lately. Well, it's good that you have. There's a lot of good young update. quarterbacks in this state. Yeah, good that you haven't heard much update because the music's playing. That'll save you about a three-minute explanation on it. Well, have a great Independence Day, guys. You enjoy July 4th, Trey, and we will talk to you Wednesday. Ray and I'll be back ready for your calls after this on Drive Time Sports. Facility Maintenance Services presents Belinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Serving Central Arkansas, Facility Maintenance Services. We don't cut corners, we clean them. Your change can help families of hospitalized children at Ronald McDonald House. Just ask to round up for RMHC when you place your order anytime you're at McDonald's. This way, families of critically ill children can stay at Ronald McDonald House at no cost while their child is receiving life-saving care at a local hospital. All of that change stays right here in Little Rock. So next time you're at McDonald's, ask to round up to RMHC, and you'll be leaving with so much more than just a meal. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado and its TurboMax engine. Delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Alzheimer's disease affects over 6 million Americans. While there is no cure, there are steps you can take to reduce your risk and improve brain health. Steps include regular exercise, eating a healthy diet, staying socially engaged, and challenging your brain with new activities. If you or a loved one are experiencing memory loss or other symptoms of Alzheimer's, seek medical attention right away. Join us in the fight against Alzheimer's. Learn more at healthyar.info forward slash bold. A message from the Arkansas Department of Health. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. On March the 20th, the United Nations Sustainable Development Solutions Network released its annual World Happiness Report, which rates well-being in countries around the world. 
For the sixth year in a row, the Nordic nation of Finland was rated number one. I know that's not the SEC, but still. So what is the Finnish secret to happiness? Learning when to know that you have enough? Being content and satisfied with what you have is a lesson for all of us to learn. As Charles Portis, Matty Ross said in True Grit, enough is as good as a feast. Yes, it is, young lady. You'll get enough at Double B's. Enough variety, enough quality, enough value. Every one of Double B's 32 locations in Arkansas is here to serve you. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Looking for a great place to work? How about going to DoubleBees.com and apply online? I mean, it is a great place to work. Each and every morning, start my day off right. I had the Double B's because I want the bean to cup coffee. And what that is, it is a selected roast that I can grind and then produce a hot and fresh cup of my Renoco coffee. I can also check out the Renoco cappuccino. And the great thing about Double B's, they've always got those monthly specials. In a hurry, you can always pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps at all stores. Be sure and sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card, and you'll get 10 cents off a gallon at the pump. It is at Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Kevin Lard, Randy Rainwater is off today. Rick Schaefer along with Ray Tucker. And we talk with Stuart now from Saracen Casino Resort down in Pine Bluff. Stuart, you ready for a big holiday? I am, I am. And uh, we're serving up some baseball this week. We've got NBA several League just underway. We've got uh, Wimbledon in the second day as a singles right now. Uh, lots, lots to bet on if you're uh, a sport fan. Now, when we, you made mention of Wimbledon, uh, are, there can't be many prop bets in tennis, can there? There are um, there are some. Let me take a look at see what we have up right now. Um, yeah, we, there's. Uh, we've got. Uh, looks like. Looks like we've got about uh, eight or nine of them up right now. Various combinations of wins and scores. Um, when we talk about soccer, do you, you all do soccer too. Oh, we sure do. We do uh, leagues from around the world on soccer, so we always have something up on that. Major League All-Star game is around the corner. Uh, did, did you have prop bets on who might make the All-Star team? Or is that, am I way offline on that? <laughs> uh, we didn't do a whole lot on that, but we will have a whole lot of different uh, props up for the game itself to make it uh, make it fun for people to watch and, and be able to play uh, various uh, Various prop bets on their favorite players as they're as they're playing the game I, on Tuesday. I, so. I, would, I would guess people would jump all over the home run derby. They really do. They really do, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have we'll have all that stuff up uh, just a little bit later in the week. Um, we we just got to, found out last night who all is going to be where, and they're just announcing the final grouping in the uh, home run derby. We had that up last year, and and there were a lot of people uh, having a lot of fun with that. Stuart, always a pleasure to talk to you. Talk to you again tonight on Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors about 720. Uh, enjoy enjoy the evening, and, hey, we'll, we'll talk later. All right. Thank you. All right, folks, don't forget, download the app, BetSaracen.com. Rick? That's Ray Tucker. I'm Rick Schaefer. Randy Rainwater's off today. We've got 90 minutes of open lines. Now, Ray and I can just babble about whatever we want to, or you can call us and ask us any sports question or just talk about what you want to. 501-661-1037. You can even call us and tell us what you're going to do for the 4th of July. What are you going to do for the 4th of July, Ray? You know what? Uh, I'm going to do a little... I think I'm going to make potato salad, go to a pool party. If... There's only about a 50-60% chance of rain tomorrow. But we had no chance of rain today, and we had showers. So, anyway, rain or shine, I'm going to have a good time. Well, good for you. Well, I got to tell what you, about we, you? Took, we, we took our um, uh, 
those we call them our grandkids. It's just like family. We got four of them. They're spending much of the summer with us. We took them last night to Cross Church. They have a, a fireworks display on Sunday night, and I got to tell you, it's number one. The fireworks display is amazing, and they baptize people at the crosses, and that's cool too. But um, the it, it was nonstop, bang, 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 with spectacular lights for about thirty minutes. That is a long fireworks display. They had over 10,000 people on the property last night, and getting out of there, now, you and I are used to, now, I know you go to maybe some games as a fan now, but I'm used to leaving so much later than anybody else does. I was actually in my car, not moving, for 16 minutes last night. Did not even move. The traffic was just amazing, because you know what, it's, it's not like a football game that's a blowout or a baseball game that you can leave in the eighth inning, which I would never do, but some people do, you had to wait a little you, you didn't know the you didn't know when the end was coming until the end came. And, and that's a grand did, finale, yeah. Yeah, so it, when it did, and it was a grand finale, then everybody left at the same time, and my gosh, that was a, and, and they had people directing traffic and all that, but I honestly, I sat in my our car with the kids and uh, my wife. 16 minutes before we even moved. Did they anticipate a crowd that size? Yes. Yeah, they did. And and again, they had traffic. It's probably part, partly where I was parked. Uh, you know, it's also interesting to me that uh, I, I parked probably, I'm going to say maybe a hair closer than I park at a football game. You know, the uh, hey, I would never complain because I like to walk up Razorback Road, but... Um, Members of our radio crew. Now maybe Chuck gets a better deal, but the but the rest of us were we're in a parking lot, basically close to uh, the John McDonald track. So it's a it's a pretty good walk. So I'm going to say last night we were maybe about that distance away, and maybe it's because we weren't parked in a place where you could get out that quick. But um, you know, I and I know fans. You can hear them all talking about. Oh gosh, you know. I uh, couldn't get out of there uh, after a football game, and people say, "Well, we're going to beat the traffic." Yeah, but you missed the end of the game, which which brings us to uh, one of the stories of the day. Just like everybody in the SEC, you're always trying to upgrade your facilities. Arkansas is about to do it with Bud Walton Arena. University of Florida is planning on spending at least four hundred million dollars on its football stadium. Evidently, they haven't done a lot of work on it. They have spent about $300 million on baseball, basketball, uh, some of their women's sports facilities, uh, football workout area. But they're planning on spending at least $400 million. And in that spending, as they uh, enlarge concourses, and, and here's the key, and provide more premium opportunities. Whenever you see that word premium, you better get ready to get your wallet out because that's what it means. It means it's going to cost more. And they're talking about the fan experience, the premium fan experience, which means it's going to cost more, but they're going to lose some seats. They're going to lose seats. And I wonder if that's going to be a trend for teams in all sports in college as they depend more and more on TV money, and they still depend on attendance and obviously the game experience. But I wonder if we're going to see that in all sports in college athletics, reducing seats, but making the seats that are available considerably more expensive. What do you think? Yeah, now, Florida uh, Stadium originally was old. Uh, they expanded to 90000 a good while back. Mm-hmm. And everybody says... Uh, they have the be- best atmosphere at their stadium, and, and Fl- uh, Florida says that too. And right. so you, you're going to spend. And they did say 400 million, but at least, at least, but with economic times the way they are now, and inflation or whatever, it's going to cost them a lot more than 400 oh, it million. It could be 500 million, yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. and, and What's 100 million here or there, right? But, but now you're doing this right in the middle of NIL. Uh, yeah. Where everybody's asking somebody for more and more and more money, uh, and it's not a case where the rich get richer. You may be rich, but you're going to give up a bunch of it. And so, hey, uh, tell me a little bit more about what do you know about Bud Walton and the expansion there? Because you told me earlier when we were talking, uh, you're going to lose seats there too. Yeah, they're they're talking about uh, anywhere from a thousand to eighteen hundred seats. So you would go from 
19,200 to somewhere between 17,4 and 18, prob probably around 18 would be maximum. So again, I, I can share, if, if this is repetitive, I'm sorry, but um, it, through the years you forget what you've told people. 19, uh, what was it, 1990, Arkansas is going to the SEC. Bud Walton visited Frank Broyles. What do you need? What's the facility that you need? And, and let's just say this, Bud and Sam, uh, Sam gets all the credit because Bud liked to be in the background. He, he didn't care if anybody knew he was a Walton. He didn't care if anybody knew he was just as involved with Sam. Okay, so he just liked to go bird dog hunting, and so uh, or use his bird dog to go hunting. So anyway, Coach Brawls told him, well, our biggest need is uh, we've got to do something with Barnhill or build a new arena. And we know that discussion led to, well, what would it cost to build a new arena? And Coach Broyles said $30 million, and Bud said, I'll give you half of it. And then he went hunting. <laughs> that was it. And so Arkansas builds this fabulous facility. Now, here's what is kind of the untold story. I think I've shared much of this before, but it's, it hadn't been made that much public. But since I was there, I know what was happening. The original intent... They, Coach Broyles had a design to take Barnhill Arena from 9,000 to somewhere between 12,500 and 13,000. And so his original thought was, okay, if you build a new one, let's go ahead and go with 15,000. Well, if you look back at when Arkansas, 1990, 91, 92, the football team wasn't very good. The basketball team was great. And so the demand for tickets at Barnhill was ridiculous. The waiting list was, and, and honestly, you weren't going to get a ticket at Barnhill. If Arkansas had stayed at Barnhill, even when they slipped a little bit uh, in Nolan's later years, you weren't going to get a ticket. There's just 9,000 tickets, and I think about 1,500 of them were for students. So what he did, Coach Broyles did was he sent out um, a card to every season ticket holder, not only in basketball, but also football, and to everybody on the waiting list. And he said, if tickets became available in this new arena, would you buy them? Well, he was, again, expecting, hey, wouldn't it be great if we knew up front that uh, we could sell fifteen or 16,000 tickets to season ticket holders, and the cards kept coming back, and they kept coming back, and they kept coming back. And so... What he did was he kept he talked to the architects and says, how can we get more seats into this arena? And they, they kept figuring it out to the point when they got to the 19,200 was it. They, they, they could absolutely not put another seat in there, and that included the skyboxes at the time. And um, it, at the time it was built, there were more seats for an arena with the roof, the height that Bud Walton was, than any place in America, any place in the world. Because they, they got seats wherever you could put them. And I remember um, right before it opened, Dale Nicholson, who was the general manager at KATV at the time, and Arkansas and KATV were tight-knit partners, came up and he said, take me to the worst seat in this arena. And so I did. I took him up to the, um, I'm trying to think it would be the, the uh, southeast corner <laughs> on the very top row where you could buy a ticket, and we sat down, and he said, now this is a guy that's used to being treated really well. He said, this is the worst seat in this arena? And I said, yes, because the other thing that people didn't realize is the highest seat in Bud Walton Arena is closer to the floor than the highest seat in Barnhill was. That's how this thing was, was, was structured. So, obviously... Arkansas goes in, first year wins the national championship, second year they're playing for the national championship. Again, you couldn't get a ticket, 19,200, and you could not get a ticket. And so that was a good capacity. But since then, it's been a little bit tougher, and now they're talking about reducing capacity. We can continue on that or anything else you'd like to talk about. Drive Time Sports when we return after this. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. 
Come check out the Ruger LCP-2380 on sale for $279.90 at Fort Thompson's. Also, buy two, get one free on select apparel. It's always a great time to get a great deal at Fort Thompson and Sherwood. Visit ftthompson.com. Congo Fireplace and Patio is having a huge 4th of July blowout sale. Save hundreds of dollars on the best selection and best quality of outdoor furniture in the state. Choose from over 100 brand name collections, dining sets, seating groups, bar sets, chaises, and gliders in stock and ready to go. And now everything is up to 50% off. Plus, Congo has a great selection of built-in grills, pellet smokers, and fire pits. Family owned and operated since 1920. Shop local and feel the difference. Congo Fireplace and Patio. I-30 Benton. Join Drive Time Sports each weekday for the Trey Biddy Report brought to you by Asher Wrecker and Recovery. Find out the latest on the Razorback recruits and all the D1 prospects in the state each weekday. It's the Trey Biddy Report on Drive Time Sports presented by Asher Wrecker and Recovery. When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. All Senior Noses, where the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney for the Rainwater Fox Join the zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell and Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news and entertainment each day on the zone. Justin West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it every day. Bell and Sword has everything for the best dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell and Sword at 1020 West Oak Street in Conway. On your way to the Little Rock Airport this morning, you want secure parking and fast. At Expressway Airport Parking, our lot is well-lighted and has 24-hour security. Only customers and employees can enter the gate. Your car and you are safe from thieves. And if you return to a dead battery or a flat tire, we're there to get you back on the road. Pay less than municipal airport parking at Expressway Airport Parking, left of the airport entrance next to the Comfort Inn. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience. I want some rock and roll sushi. Founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll? Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. We got hibachi, too. Chicken, shrimp, filet, lobster, grilled vegetables, savory fried rice, and super salad. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. Great friend and great supporter of the Buzz First Security Bank. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security helps people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping make our community stronger. Every dollar that stays in the community helps the community through things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives. The financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas, and that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. Check them out at fsbank.com and get ready to bank better at First Security. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. I hope our listeners are enjoying us. Let's talk about history of Bud Walton Arena here. Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer, you're welcome to join us at 501-661-1037. Ray, I'll conclude without making this too long that, you know, once again, it's now tougher to sell out because there's so much TV. Uh, Arkansas is really good. The last three years they've been really good again, so they've had several sellouts. They've, the last two years they've sold out the, the arena on a season basis, but that doesn't mean people show up all the time, and you want to do that. So I think uh, when you asked your original question was, what what are they going to do? 
And uh, I think they'll, I don't know what they can do with the, the concourses are already pretty wide. Maybe they'll update some of the displays that are in there. But I think the main thing is they want more suites. And let's use that word again. It's called premium. And it's such <laughs> a nice word. You know, they, there's more demand for premium sitting, seating. You know what that means? It means there are more people that now have money that would like those seats, which also means that for people that maybe have been there for a long time and maybe they don't have as much, they can't contribute as much as they used to, better buy a nice TV. Because uh, yeah, they'll 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 get their capacity somewhere. I'm I'm going to guess it'll end up around 17.5, and uh, they'll they'll somehow get more suites in. And I don't know if they can figure out a way to move the media to where they'll have even less access <laughs> or or less visibility. But if there's a way to do it, they they possibly would. It reminds me again that uh, things have really changed since our day. Uh, Coach Broyles allowed me to have input on where to put the media in the original Bud Walton Arena, and we put them the same place we always put them. We put them right down there on the floor. Uh, and so uh, there were two rows of press on the south side on the of the floor. On the north side of the floor was the regular scorer's table. and uh, But even, I'm trying to think, radio... Even with radio, we were on the east side with all the rest. Of, excuse me, the south side with all the rest of the media, and uh, the stats crew was on the other side of the floor. But it was uh, it was really really nice. And now, of course, radio is is right there by Arkansas's bench, and the opposing radio is by the opponent's bench. But everybody else is up in the corner, and you know it's okay. Uh, you're in the arena. And certainly you shouldn't complain because you didn't pay what everybody else is paying. But now we have what they call Gucci seats, or I, I, I don't know if anybody else called them that. I used to call them that, and I think it's kind of caught on uh, to where people pay. I think, I, I could be wrong on this, but I think it's 12000 a seat uh, to sit right there courtside. But you're, you're, you're right there. And a player could come, could just sit in your lap uh, if he was diving for a play out, for a ball out of bounds. So it's it's definitely a premium premium seat. Uh, I think one of the worst seats I've ever had was at Lubbock, uh, at a Texas Tech game, and Bob Bob Knight was the coach there. <clears throat> Little Rock was playing them, and so I'm so used to being courtside, and so I said, "Well, where would the media sit?" And it was way 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 up in a corner, and there was a table. And there were no chairs. It was just a wooden bench with no back on it. Wow. And, and Bob Knight had uh, taken all those seats and turned them into uh, endowed scholarships. <laughs> and so <clears throat> and then the next worst seat I've ever had was at Louisville. And this is back during COVID. And so I'm in a 20,000 seat in the Yum Center. And there may have been 200 people in the whole arena. And they created a makeshift uh, media area, and I, of course I'm the only one there. And when I walk, when I <laughs> walk, the only one there. I'm only. And media. there's 200 people in the arena. Yeah, and oh so my gosh. so they had me so high. And first of all, there was no lighting. They, they created a makeshift booth, and there was no lighting in there. And of course, you, you got drop-ins. You got to read. And so I had I had enough time, and I'd met somebody <laughs> earlier earlier there. And so I found this guy. He was assistant manager. And so they brought some four floor lights in there so I could have lighting. <clears throat> now, they had a giant scoreboard. Now, I'm so high, and I'll send you a picture later on today. Uh, I was so high that the players looked like they were ants. <laughs> and so I said to the guy, I said, you know what? I got a real problem here. I can't see, I can't see the numbers of the players. He said, well, you've got the big, big jumbo trauma up here, and you just follow it. So the game starts. And, and and everything's good until they ran to the other end of the floor and they had no camera operator and, and, and so they, they they just ran out of the screen <laughs> oh my gosh and, and, and i'm like you got to be kidding me and uh our players you know you know their manner mannerism uh, yep. mannerisms <laughs> and so i'm just like oh this is and so the next next game um they they move i was able to move down and here comes this usher and now there's 200 people in this 20,000 seat arena, and he says you have to wear a mask. And I said I'm not wearing a mask to broadcast a basketball game. 
And so he and I got into it just a little bit. I'm one. <laughs> I'm one because I wasn't wearing a mask. And yeah. and when anybody near me. Wow. So, but, wow. Like, well, when I was still doing basketball, I and I think yeah, I'm sure. I think it was Chuck was uh, had taken uh, Mike Nell's place at that point. Arkansas played Seton Hall in some kind of challenge game. I don't know if it's a with the Big East or anyway. And the game was played in the Yum Center. And of course, the best thing about a game in the Yum Center is it's on the same block as the Louisville Slugger Museum. Mm-hmm. And so we've got a chance to go see the Louisville Slugger Museum. That was really cool. But anyway. Uh, and maybe because it was a neutral game, Louisville wasn't involved. But we were um, we were right down on the on the court on the floor level, so it was okay. I, I remember it as being a nice experience to go in there. Well, I I, I would have loved going to the Louisville the, the, the Hall of Fame, the Louisville Slugger Hall of Fame. Uh, the only problem was we were isolated. We could not leave the ho- we went from the hotel into the arena. There was a, oh, because yeah, you're talking about yeah, COVID yeah, time for yeah. eleven yeah. days. Oh my God! Never left the hotel for eleven days. Wow. Well, this this was uh, during John Pelfrey's time as head coach, so uh, it was obviously before COVID. Wow! Isn't that amazing? And there 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 are other stories. Different schools handled it differently. Uh, after after being in Louisville for eleven days and isolated, uh, we played at Missouri State. And my seat was right on the floor. And when the guys were warming up and walking by their rear end for less than two feet away from me. And this is during the COVID. I mean, are you kidding? And we had uh, we had three or four players test positive just before the game. And, and they were in a van going back. Um, and so some places isolated us and made us safe. And other places really didn't care. Wow. Well, on a totally different subject... <laughs> Are you tired of watching Cardinal pitching? Um, Rick, I don't, I don't watch much baseball. Miles Michaelis is the one guy they've signed beyond this year. And here they are playing the Florida Marlins or the Miami Marlins, whichever they go by these days. And the Marlins have already scored two runs, have a runner in scoring position with a couple out. And Michaelis with Adam Wainwright, Certainly not what he once was, and uh, I don't mind that he's pitching this year. That's fine because they're not very good. But Michaelis is supposed to be their ace, and it seems like every time I watch and he pitches, the other team lights him up. Now maybe it doesn't happen every time he pitches. Obviously he hadn't lost every game he started, but you're sitting there thinking, you know, can can this can the Cardinal pitching staff get any worse? I just don't know. And now the one guy that is pitching well is McCormick, but he's a free agent after this year, so they're talking about trading. Of course, the big guy that's pitching the best, Donnie, is, then you got to get rid of him, right? Right. Maybe you're a healthier man not watching baseball. What about the manager? Yeah, I'd say that that would be questionable, too. Well, we can discuss that and anything you'd like to talk about. 501-661-1037 on Drive Time. Has what it takes to make a big holiday weekend even bigger and better. Yeah, David, we at Kaufman proudly support our active military, first responders, and veterans, and we want to make these holiday weekends super special. You can chill and grill with our large selection of Pelican coolers or even the big green egg grills that range from size small to extra large. We can provide the home items that you need to make it a great holiday 